You're listening to the Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. Girls on Fire is all about women that have taken cognizance of what is happening in South Africa, especially in regards to GBV, etc. And they've put together an incredible program for women wanting to get involved in self-defense programs, specifically related to firearms. But it's not just self-defense. It also includes sports. It includes get-togethers. It includes learning about different firearms techniques, etc. And it really is fascinating. Lynette, welcome to the show. Hi, Chad. Um, thank you for having me. And um, hello to all your readers or your listeners. Lynette, don't worry. This is this is the new normal for all of us. We've been broadcasting since a couple of weeks before lockdown remotely using these different audio mechanisms, and we're finding it interesting. It's it's not the same as when you were in studio last time, and I'm still getting used to it after all these months. But it's just great to have you on air, and I believe that you guys have been allowed out to, to use the range for quite some time now as part of um, the lessening of the lockdown and restrictions. What's been happening with Girls on Fire since we last spoke to you? So there's been happening quite a lot. Um, we uh, still continue with uh, when the lockdown is not happening. With our program uh, during the Girls of Firearms Festivals, uh, we have an uh, introduction to handgun, where we uh, introduce ladies into especially handling handguns, how to conceal uh, firearms, um, Basic uh, uh, grip stance, those type of things. Um, we also have once a year we have a program uh, which is really exciting. Um, it's called the Ladies uh, Top Shop Pro Am um, Shoot. It happens in January every year. Um, we can only limit it to about 120 ladies. We open registrations usually for that, and within a day it's fully booked um, because it's such a nice nice program. Um, this year we had um, nine ranges with different uh, sporting activities from um, three gun nation to ladies shooting a 50 cal, 2.22s to three uh, to um, pin shooting, um, steel challenge, all of those type of things. And on the ranges we had 26 uh, lady range officers, which is actually absolutely fantastic. Um, the, you can shoot uh, that we had totally amateurs that's never shot a gun in their uh, in their lives to ladies that's professionals and do sport shooting. Uh, we usually ended up up with a um, uh, after the day with a, a gala event. It is a really awesome event. Um, this year we had like uh, nearly half a million rands of sponsorship for that. Um, we also have a very active. Uh, Facebook page where uh, women can ask uh, about concealment, sport shooting, and a wide variety of uh, topics. So we try and actually um, get out there. It's not just in Johannesburg. We've got ladies at this stage in Cape Town and the Western Caps and the uh, Fontaine. We've got people in Durban. Uh, we've got people in Port Elizabeth. So we're trying to get ladies to speak to other ladies about firearms and related issues. So let's talk about firearms as a means of defense. Um, I've heard about how amazing it is on the range, the sporting aspects of it, um, the camaraderie, the gala evenings. But when one comes to August, every single year we get to hear about GBV, we get to hear about crimes against women and children, and then later on in the year when it's, it's International uh, Women's Week, we hear again, about the need for women to to defend themselves and to stand up for themselves. But for me, it's something that should be tackled on a daily basis. And I believe that 
women need to empower themselves. So is, is it empowerment for a woman to learn to use a firearm? And is it necessarily restricted just to self-defense? What, what roles do firearms and women play together in South Africa? It's really, really important for uh, ladies to learn how to use uh, firearms, obviously, legally and effectively. Um, I get very upset uh, during these times when ladies always see themselves as victims. And if you actually, on Women's Day, they say, oh, don't, you know, uh, the ladies are victims. We must get guys to speak about how uh, to stop actually abusing women. It's not the guys, in terms of a self-defense situation, it's not those guys uh, that speak up about uh, abuse and stopping abuse that is the problem. It's the people that sits in the darkness behind the scenes. Um, and the only person that can actually look after yourself is yourself. Uh, it's uh, And the best means to do that is to actually use a firearm. We are smaller and we, slight, uh, we are weaker than men. And in the end, it's you and your uh, your attacker that's going to be there. The police is not going to be there. Uh, there's nobody else that can actually look after yourself as good as yourself with a firearm. What do you say to these people that say women are putting themselves more at risk by having a firearm? Um, that's absolute nonsense. Um, one of part of the training that we do is to obviously look at not just using the firearm. The firearm is your absolute last resort uh, when you have uh, acted, tried to actually avoid the situation. So the first thing that we say to ladies is, please be situationally aware. If you can, don't st- st- stop at robots and disengage and be on your Facebook. Um, when you go get home, check what's happening around you. Know, know your, know, know your uh, circumstances and stuff. Obviously, don't go into a circumstance where you are going to be able to be attacked uh, easily. If under no under circumstances, then obviously defend yourself. And if you are trained well and you are situationally aware, um, you will be able to, uh, um, to, to defend yourself with your firearm very effectively. So let's talk about firearms not necessarily as a tool of self-defense, um, but more importantly as a implement used in a sport. Because a lot of people, especially in South Africa, which has a violent society, forget that firearms form part of a massive international sport. And it's so important. So we talk about the GBV, we talk about the need for self-defense, but what about the important aspect of the sporting issues. Do we have active sport in South Africa and are ladies participating at international level? Absolutely. Um, there's such a variety, a large variety of sporting uh, disciplines that women do uh, uh, take part in in South Africa. And uh, let me just go one step backwards and saying uh, it is in the sport mostly women and men basically uh, uh, compete equally. So there's anything from we have got a young lady that helps us with a, a top shot uh, uh, ladies event. Uh, she's a small little girl and uh, she's 18 years old and she's currently a Springbok uh, skeet shooter. So there's clays. Uh, you have got uh, um, IPC, which is uh, where you can get Springbok colors as a shooter. You get um, a variety. You've got pin shooting where there's a lot of ladies involved. Um, so 
there's a variety of sports that women can get involved in um, and whatever suits you. It is really, really fun. It's something that you can do with your husband, with your friends, and it's a, it's a lovely day out uh, to actually go and spend in the sunshine. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about how the ladies out there that are interested can get involved with Girls on Fire. We're going to talk a little bit about Ghosts, and then we're going to end off with something very special, and that was a song composed by the ladies from Girls of Fire specifically for this month. We're going to take a break. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. I'm chatting to Lynette Oxley, a lady I know very well for a long time now, who has women's rights at heart. She has firearm rights at heart. She wants to empower women through the use of firearms, but not just for self-defense, in all aspects, including sport, including networking, and including just getting together on the range and having a good time. Lynette, how long has Girls on Fire been in existence? We've been in existence since about 2015. Um, it was during August uh, when uh, when the campaign, the United Nations campaign against 16 days of activism against no violence against women and child abuse was happening. And um, I think there was a remark made in Parliament that it's only old white men that uh, that shoot. And uh, at, that is where Girls on Fire was born. Uh, that year we actually start, uh, changed it to 16 days of Action against no violence against uh, uh, action for no violence against women and child abuse. So taking away the activism part and putting it into action. I was fortunate to attend um, last year's major shoot, and it was it was fascinating. It was covered by by most media, and it included women shooting 50 caliber sniper sniper rifles, assault rifles, handguns, and there seemed to be a sense of camaraderie and empowerment amongst those women. And it wasn't them thinking about defending themselves against an attacker or an aggressor, but it was it was competitive. It was them shooting targets, etc. Are we seeing a growth within women wanting to be competitors uh, competitors rather in the sport of shooting? Absolutely. Um if you actually look at uh, look at worldwide trends the fastest growing um, segment of the market is women firearm ownership. And it is, um, women are very, very competitive and there's fantastic uh, shooters, uh, both in South Africa and overseas, uh, that compete uh, equally with men in, in sport shooting. Um, it is it is really a very big growing uh, part of, uh, of firearm ownership um, in South Africa. We usually start off uh, with a lady getting one firearm and uh, end up with more firearms than the husband when they get I into must, the sport shooting. I must be honest, wherever I've shot against women, I find that they tend to shoot better because there's a there's a level of patience that men don't seem to have. Am I imagining this or is this the reality of it? It's absolutely, I do think so. Um, I do um, competency training uh, for both men and women. I do find that uh, the women are much more patient. Uh, they listen to instructions uh, and I don't think we have to, it's not like we have that competitive part which is usually part of the male uh, male psyche. Is um, We're just there to listen and to learn. I, I always find it interesting and it's something that, that intrigued me for many years now and even in the military we used to say that the lady shotists 
were better, and, and it's not because we thought they had a better eye, it's not because we thought they had a better skill, but it was that it was a combination of that together with that patience factor. Men Absolutely. want to get that round out. They want to do it as quickly as possible. They want to prove it to their Mikeys. Whereas the woman, when it, when they when they conditioned and they they staring down the scope of that weapon. They're in the world that they should be. Nothing else around them exists. It's between them and the target. And I think that's amazing. Tell me, what are the plans for Girls on Fire going forward? Obviously, we are hopefully going to plan for the big, uh, uh, if all of the lockdown uh, silliness uh, ends, uh, the new program in, in January, the, the top shot again. Hopefully, by the end of the year, we'll have the Girls of Fire on festivals back and we will have some um, some of the introduction to handguns again. I am planning with a couple of ladies, both in the Cape and, and also in Port Elizabeth, to have a standalone introduction to handguns uh, uh, courses uh, for in the next couple of months. Um, it's taken a bit of time from myself to get the song out, so uh, I'm only starting to concentrate on that now. But uh, we've got very uh, uh, efficient ladies uh, in Cape Town and in Port Elizabeth and in Durban that will be running some programs for us there. Uh, one of the other ladies in the Girls on Fire campaign is planning to uh, go to uh, major gun shops and uh, actually talk about ladies and firearm ownerships on the weekends at at the at the uh, prospective uh, respective gun shops. And tell us a little bit more about GOSA itself and these um, events that were held on a fairly regular basis before lockdown. These awareness days. So the awareness days was basically firearm festivals where people could go and shoot different guns. Uh, anything from a, a handgun to from a .22 uh, rifle to a 50 cal or even a 20 mil uh, uh, or a 14.5, which is the the big boys. Um, during that time, uh, you, uh, these people that uh, uh, that advertise and uh, they do competency, they advertise for competency. Uh, you can buy firearm related products. Um, uh, there's a wide variety of guns, new guns that you can go and shoot uh, to try out from the different uh, gun shops. So it's a it's a fun day uh, where we have um, food trucks, uh, coffee trucks, those type of things that people can just go and have fun out uh, with their family. I think in South Africa, it's it's becoming a mindset that people need to 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 change. Um, having these days and understanding what these days are all about. Because we've become so conditioned to violence in South Africa that violence is immediately associated with firearms. And that's not what firearms are about. Firearms, yes, they've helped countries obtain liberty. Yes, they've helped defend people. Yes, they help the police execute an arrest. But what people are forgetting is that there is a massive movement worldwide where weapons are used as a tool for sport, as a tool for entertainment, and it's something that the whole family can participate in. And it's it's very exciting to see the ladies participating. Do you have anything planned for, for the youth? Yes, we do. Um, it is something that um, I'm not personally involved at this stage, but we are trying to get specifically um, – a youth day uh, organized uh, through schools and stuff. Uh, obviously, through the Girls on Fire campaign, um, I think my youngest competitor at one of the Top Shot events were 11 years old. Um, and I actually do try and promote um, 
firearm ownership and sports shooting in, in youngsters. Um, so I've got a, a wide variety of uh, girls in my club uh, from 12 years old up, up to, I've got 12, 14, 16, and all uh, I try and support them to try and uh, get into sports shooting. It's obviously a lot better to start early uh, than um, start later with sports shooting, although you can. Um, I've got people, uh, ladies, that shoot from as I said, from about 11 years old, um, and people, uh, ladies, that's only starting to shoot in their 60s. Um, and uh, it's never too late to learn and to actually enjoy sport shooting. We're going to be playing out now with your song. So before we do that, tell us a little bit about the song that was written. Who wrote it? Who's Who sang it? And what's it about? Okay, the song, I've had an idea to have a song to just support uh, our victim no longer and our uh, campaign slogan, which is I Am Every Woman. Um, it is done. It was written by Jocelyn Greenwood, um, awesome lady, uh, one of the girls on fire. It was pre- performed by Jocelyn um, and Ant, that's actually the Gosa uh, um, uh, general manager, uh, we've got Seppi, uh, she's absolutely awesome. Uh, they were the main so- uh, singers. Uh, they're not performers. They are not uh, uh, people that are vocalists. They did, uh, it supports the campaign that we every woman. Um, uh, it was done all over the country with lockdown. So we had it, uh, uh, everything was done for us for free. It was finally cut by some people in uh, in the UK. And um, I think it's a fun song and a, a really a song that still gives me tears in my eyes every time I hear it. Well, Lynette, we're going to be playing out with the songs. So thank you so much for joining us today. To my listeners for jo- joining us today, thank you so much. Um, next week, I'm going to be chatting to Ronnie Kagan about lessons learned in lockdown. I'm going to be chatting to the executive of SIPI, the South African Institute of Professional Investigators. And just before we go, Lynette, how do our listeners contact Girls on Fire? The best way is probably through uh, the GOSA. It says GOSA Girls on Fire Facebook page. Or they can contact uh, us on 011-888-4037. Or they can email me at Lynette. It's L-Y-N-E-T-T-E at TACSHAC, T-A-C-S-H-A-C dot C-O dot Z-A. I'm going to let you do the introduction to the song. You tell us what we're about to listen to, and with that, I'm signing off. Thank you very much, and here's to all of the strong and empowered ladies out there. This song is for you. I'm a girl on fire.